Hey, welcome to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D-Ray Brinson. And you got our producer, co-host. Yeah, you, you see me here. Your boy, William West. The, the local <laughs> Sonic Breakdown guinea pig. We'll, <laughs> we'll get into that, too. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that, that, that will uh, foreshadow future uh, podcasts that we'll uh, <laughs> talk about a little later. But, um... So I, I just want to say again, thank you for everybody that's rocking with us, listening to another uh, podcast. Uh, we still want to continue to bring you good quality podcasts. Um, again, advertisers out there, we're looking for pre-roll and mid-roll um, packages. If you're trying to let us know, contact us through the Sonic Breakdown contact us page or email co-founder at thesonicbreakdown.com and uh, we can discuss business there. Uh, moving on. Um, so... Will, what is what is what is what's the podcast for today, man? You know what? Since you can't even think about a podcast, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're just gonna slightly branch off into my realm, my world. If you just allow me to, you know, what I'm saying for one or two podcasts. You know, what I'm saying I'm Latino. Uh, you know, my, my we all fam- about that diversity, man. Yeah, yeah. We my- love diversity. <laughs> my family is from Nicaragua, so uh, shout oh, out to Nicaragua. all my shout out to all my Nicoyas out there. Um, and I rep it really hard all over, and I represent it. I've been representing it for a long, long, long time. Um, I'm all about that culture, and that's what we all about here in, in, in the, in the SonicBreakdown.com. Um, you know, let's talk about this. I definitely want to talk about an artist by the name of Nikki Jam. Wait, I just want to throw something in there real quick. I'm not Latin. But I do know how to salsa. I'm pretty mean at it. I just want to throw that out there because uh, people doubt my skills. But I'm a beast. So continue. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. And that's why I'm going to take you to a, a Latin club. And I'm going to take you to a salsa <laughs> okay. club. I'm going to show you how to bachata. I'm going to show you how to salsa. I'm going to show you how to merengue. I know how to do merengue <laughs> and salsa, son. Your boy so, got skills. We I know there. how to move them hips. <laughs> we already there, man. I, man, that, that makes me smile. Uh, <laughs> now, the, the borchata, I don't know about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The aventura. I, I, the aventura. I, I can take, I, I'll take some lessons on that, but the salsa and the merengue, I got that on point. Like, I'm, I'm uh, I, I got that. You know, that Celia Cruz, she she gets it going for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rest in peace, Celia Cruz. Hey, on some real, like, people, we need to branch out in our music as well. Like, because... Open your mind. When I... Stay woke. And an ex-girlfriend told me, put me on Celia Cruz. And when I heard that, boy, I was like, damn, this is some good-ass shit. Like, it made me want to dance. And that's why I learned how to salsa dance. Anything is about that. When it's, when it's anything about that life music... In general, it's always going to be good, man. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be good. That's real. So I just want to throw that out there in case, you know, people that be passion. doubting. That's why I feel I feel qualified to to be <laughs> to be involved in this conversation. You look lightweight Dominican. I've been called that before. Puerto Rican. It's cool. Cuban. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, again, I love the Venezuelan. land music. I love the land music. I love the land people. Uh, like I tell everybody, the best trip I've ever been to was when I went to Spain. Like, Ooh. hands down. 
But let's get back to the music. I'm sorry for going right. off on a tangent. <laughs> He's trying to get his stripes. He's trying to earn his. You stripes, know exactly. Everybody. I I gotta I gotta prove myself <laughs> that I'm worthy of the of being involved in this of this, this podcast. category. Exactly. So uh, you were saying about Nicky Jam. Go yeah, ahead. I I definitely want to give a shout out and a salute to an artist by the name of Nicky Jam. Um, he's a guy that who who actually uh, as a young kid grew up in the United States. So he he speaks perfect English. Um, don't get it twisted. Um, but is half Puerto Rican, half Dominican. In his career, he grew up in Puerto Rico. Um, so Boricua. Just to give a, I'll just do the whole long story short thing because you can definitely research this on your own and and definitely um, pull up your own history and and actually appreciate what I'm talking about. But I think I think the people, sorry to butt in and yeah, but. I think the people will be interested in it because when I heard about it, I was interested uh-huh. in it, and it was it was it's a it's an interesting story. And you know, music—that's one of the great aspects of music—is it it brings you into a different world. It lets you know about people, learn about people, learn about human struggles, difficulties, triumphs, tribulations, and so this this gives us a a better insight to him, which will give us a better insight to his music. So so to to do a long story short. He's a guy who, at a young age, at a very, very young age, about 16 years old, already had just history in, 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 in music and was looked at as one of the best already. Um, he was founded by just simply rapping as a, as a grocery clerk. That's one of the first jobs I actually had. My first job, my first job was actually a grocery clerk. I was a bagger. Mine was the movie theaters. Man. Locally, well, locally out here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Union yeah. City. Uh, Union Landing. Yeah, Union Landing. Me too, man. Union Landing, uh, Lucky's, a.k.a. Uh, Albertsons at that time. Actually, I remember that. <laughs> along with I remember the, that. Along with other homies yeah, that were Yeah, in high school. I was about to say there's a couple yeah, of them. And I would run into everybody there. But I was a bagger, um, you know, on the, on the rise, trying to be a DJ, trying to be a rapper and so whatnot. So Nicky Jam was on that, um, that uh, Kurt Warner. Because Kurt Warner was... Uh, he yeah. worked at a supermarket before he oh, became man. quarterback of uh, San Louis Rams. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. Like a year before that he won the Super Bowl? Uh-huh. That's what he was doing. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's crazy. So, like, hey. I was a bagger, you know, and he says, you know, he said himself that while he was bagging up groceries, he would just randomly rap. Uh, and that's what you do when you when you actually, when you're from the hood. And, 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 and you're passionate. And, and you're passionate about your your your, your passion. About your hobbies, and he's just rapping, and then somebody actually just found him, pointing him into the right direction, you know, ended up getting into his management at some young age. Um, but long story short, he 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 grew up in the hood. He rapped, he ciphered, he did all that in the Latin scene, and then he came up with who we know as Daddy Yankee today. Uh, him and Daddy Yankee were on the same caliber of of, of just 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 uh, lyricism. Came up together. Then over time, you know, one person was exceeding further than than the other. Uh, Daddy Yankee actually ended up, you know, being more of a of a superstar. He hit, mm. he hit harder. His, his uh, star rose ascended a little faster than yeah than uh, Nicky Jam's yeah. and some jealousy and some envy was and bred at, as it was at a, at a young age who knows who's going through a person's mind only he knows but you know he fell off he got into some beef he was throwing shots at him um you know 
everybody that he came up with started outcasting him. So he's on his own now. In the middle of that, you know, he's he, he's just going through a lot of drama in life, a lot of depression, and depression is real across the board. If you're an artist, just 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 to let you know, if you're an artist, depression is real. Hip hop knows about it. Uh, you know, when you Jake when you, spoke about it in um in Hollywood when he says fame yeah. is the most addicting drug, like yeah. on some real it's just like, crazy. The the and especially the level of stardom no that that is attainable at this point because the world is so small as a result of social media, like that. You're not. Res- it has a psychological effect on people, and people can't take it or underestimate how how it can affect people. Yeah, you can be a celebrity, you can be an actor, you can be a rapper, you can be a singer, you can be in country, you can be an athlete, even athlete. You know what I'm saying? Across the board, that shit is real. And, actor, and, and they're not going through the proper kind of recommendations. You don't go to a doctor. You go to drugs. You yeah. go to yourself. You bottle it in. You know, yeah, you, God forbid, you lash God out forbid, on other people in yeah. certain situations. God forbid you you going through the, the the darkest of times, then then you deal resort to suicide and whatnot. But aside from that, you know, he 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 was going through the drugs thing. He was going through the dealing with drama and just life in general. He was outcasted, and just 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 mind you that he was on top, being on top, and then you just be being forgotten. That can put you through a whole spiral of things, not knowing how to manage your money at a young age, not knowing how to handle your next meal, not knowing how to handle your next job, your next show, next song, whatever it may be, man. Just drama, 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 drama. Fast forward into, mm-hmm. you know, a, a few years later, he takes his last dollars and moves to Colombia, moves to Colombia, and Colombia accepts him like he never left. Mm. So that's like a fresh breath in itself where a new home, a new, and a, a, yeah. in essence, away from home. Yeah. Away from home, a new home, new scenery, new people to work with, but a fresh breath of air, you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. in essence, new and, beginnings. And, and people are hitting him up like, yo, do this song. Yo, do this song from back in the days. Yo, do this. And yo, let me book you for this show. And things just kind of just started building up where he was like, yo, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna do my thing out here and hopefully 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 things pop off. So Colombia in itself, if you don't know about it, is a is a country where you can actually live off of being a local artist mm. and not only a local artist, a national artist. So let's just think about mm. it here in the US. If you go from coast to coast, you from the you from the West Coast and you go coast to coast and you're nationally known that's big in itself as well. So if you're nationally known in Colombia, though, man, you can live off of that. And you can stay in your little house or live off the, the fat of the, of the land but and, I think and that's, be a superstar. But I think that's a result of two things. Is One is the market in the U.S. is so saturated. Yeah. And the market in Colombia is... Is rocking with that idea. Exactly. It's, 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 on, the, it's on the precipice of what... The demand is so high, and the 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 talent that's being exposed or being being able to be reached by the masses mm-hmm. is so few that, like you said, you can sustain yourself just on that country alone. And the type of 
in the type of music that is is just accepted. Exactly. The, the people are passionate and rocking with it. If you're making really good music, if you're making good music, you're singing your heart out, you're doing you're doing your thing, you're making people dance. People are gonna rock with that, and that's just what they're gonna gravitate to, and they love it. And they and those are the loyal happens. fans as well. Is yeah, yeah, and it's they loyal. Rock with it's you, real. They're gonna rock with you until you gotta fuck up in essence. Like, like okay, like. But if you're consistent, you gotta mess that up. You gotta yeah. mess that situation up. You yourself. gotta mess that your yourself, like, and you it, very true. Almost has to be to the point of like purposely, mm-hmm. like you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's that type of thing. So I, I just wanted to add that in because I think that is a component in why those dynamics that you're describing are the way that they are. Very very true. Um, then fast forward to now. He actually said to himself that, hey, man, I started popping off nationally with a little small song that I really didn't really care about, but it, it made through the masses and they and they ate it up and they love it. And then now when you do that, you bring up your own price because he actually ended up being smart, working with some new people and Colombians are known to be business people. Mm. He lives in Medellin and... And people out there, the paisas, they know about business, so they tie on the ropes. He brought up his price. Now, going nationally within the country, going back to being worldwide, coming back to the U.S., coming back to Puerto Rico, coming back to Latin America across the world, even Japan, Germany, you name it, man, Europe. You get that love back, man, that just brings it back full force to where he started from and where he actually wanted to be in general. Mm. Man, he he gives it up to all his struggle. He gives it up to the Lord. Not to be preachy, but he gives it up to the Lord. He gives it up to he everything humble. that he prayed for. He humbled. You know what I'm saying? He's on his IG crying about being number one in the billboards. Man, it's just... So he's appreciative. Of, super. He's appreciative because he understands the work that he put in, though. Yeah. And that's why, like... The struggle is real. And that's why I said when, I, when we were talking about ideas for podcasts... I was saying I think this is good because I think it shows people that like hard work and dedication does pay off. You know what I'm saying? To like yeah, but you have to you have to be willing to put in that work, like literally put in the work and be consistent about continuously putting that work in. Cause there's many points in the story that you just told where if he didn't stay consistent, he didn't stay continually trying to get better, trying to put in the put work in where other people would have said, you know, I'm gonna stop. Up. I'm done. I'm done. Like he wouldn't be where I'm he is now. I'm going into construction. Exactly. Or whatever like, it may be. Yeah, whatever it might be is like at this point, if he would have stopped at any of those pit stops and said, you know, dang, this is getting too difficult. Like he wouldn't be where he is now. So like again, I'm again, I'm not trying to be preachy or nothing, but like I just want to see people succeed. Like we try to preach positivity over here. We try to put that out there because. There's enough hate in this world. There's enough negativity. So let's put out that positivity. And I'm we want to put yeah. those positive stories out there of people putting in their work. And we always say it. We said it in the podcast with Joey Badass. We said it in the podcast about the female MCs, Rap City, uh, Jean Grey, Remy Ma, uh, Kendrick, J. Cole. We've talked about all these artists. And the consistent thing about all of them is that they are they put in hard work and they're dedicated and they try to stay consistent. There's other variations on what makes them successful, but those are the key qualities, and that's why we continue to push that. 
And the same thing with Nicky Jam is he stayed consistent and he stayed putting in the hard work. And I'm happy to hear that he's doing well and I hope him continue success. And the next concert, I'm going to go. I got to go. <laughs> I'm taking with you, man. So, no females going with me no more. We going. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that brings me to the, to, to the next stop is that, you know what? I've been away from the music, man. I've been away from the scene for a while. I had to go to his show. You know, a few days ago, it was his show, um, and I had to go. And when I went, man, I stepped into that building. It took me back to the time between 2004 and 2006. Let me set it up for you. Between 2004 and 2006, I was hitting heavy in the local Latin clubs. I was doing my thing. Mm -hmm. That's where I got my start off. As a DJ in clubs. Young DJ Will right there, yeah. Even at a young age, before I was 21, I was doing 21 and up clubs. Um, but finally getting my break. And what a better time, though. What a better time for me as a Latin DJ, a, Lat a Latino himself, DJing and pushing the music that was inspiring me to just live my life and reflecting my life in general. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Artists from Puerto Rico, artists from Panama, artists from Colombia, Dominican Republic, you name it. During the times of 2004 to 2006, it was a crazy wave. Now, that's a time in history, in music history in the U.S. that I like to just just say straight out that that's, that's a stamp of just, just overall struggle in history mm -hmm. to have reached the masses man because if it wasn't for artists like Tego Calderon, Nicky Jam, Evie Queen, female rap artist from from Puerto Rico, Daddy Yankee, Don Omar. That's my nigga right there. Yeah. <laughs> Don Omar. I fucks with it, bro. Yeah. Mr. Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I fucks with him, yo. I like to me he's just cool. He's a cool ass dude. Like I just fucks with him. If bro. it wasn't for these people and the producers behind the music, man, like at that time, like I don't know where like I would be as a DJ, to be honest with you. Because that gave me my 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 beginning. In two thousand and four and two thousand and six, throughout that time, that's the time in history. Now I can Spit it back to you. What were you What were you feeling during that time? Because Latin music was actually on hip hop stations. It was on rhythmic stations or pop stations, what we call nowadays. Um, and me being a person that worked in radio, for me that was a time in history where things kind of switched and, and and flipped into a shift where we got to cater to these Latin listeners because this is what's hot right now. And it's killing the masses, and it's making money. It's bringing people to shows. It's bringing people together. It's bringing in advertisement dollars. You name it. That's right. Woo -de -woo -de -woo -de -woo -de -woo. So um, let's take it back to that time. What were you doing that time, and what did you experience as a non-Latin person? My my experience because, um, well, I, I just want, let me preface all of this by saying. I think I, I was fortunate in the upbringing that I had um, in, in, in this regard that my family was very big on giving me as much music diversity as I could from, and that meant not just from different genres, but different cultures. So 
I knew about, like I said, I learned about Cecilia Cruz, but I knew about um, Elvis Crespo a long before, even before I knew about Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I knew about these people in essence before as my introduction to music in general. So I felt my diversity in music was already expanded and I didn't, I wasn't, some people were against listening to Latin music, at least that I felt in, in some of the black communities was like in the beginning. And then it was like at a point it was like, man, regardless of what it is, this shit goes like the beat, the beat slap, the beat, you feel it, you is rhythmic. It's, it's, it, it's, it, the drums are, are very reminiscent of African drums. It's, it has that same rhythmic quality that we enjoy, that we, we like. So to me that, but the ones I remember vividly was like Nina Sky, uh, Fajo, Big Pun, um, of course, um, um, Cuban Links, um, Nori, Nori. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I know I'm missing the major one. Yeah, Nori. Nobody knew that Nori was Latino. Nori. But when, uh, when that wave came in, he's like, yeah, I'm he's gonna like, hop oh, on yeah. this. I'm half Puerto Rican or whatever he is, and he hopped on that and made a killing. And like, like I said, the vibe. Noriega, man. The the, that's what the ones I was because, like that's the the music that I remember. At that time, um, Daddy Yankee, of course, I remember. Yeah, Gasolina uh, hit hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gasolina. Gasolina, like that was at the club. Everybody was doing that shit. Like Little John. Uh, yep. Gasolina, Pitbull. Yeah, exactly. Pitbull. Like that was a wave, and it was undeniable. It was an unstoppable force, and the great aspect of about it, like as what you said, is the positivity that came with it. Like the music made you feel good. And made you like it's it's high energy but not aggressive energy, mm -hmm. and so that to me was another wonderful aspect about it. Is like you want to move, you want to dance, you want to feel good, but there's no fighting. Like the because the energy level is the same as a knuck if you buck, but the intentions are way different. You know what I mean? The the feeling, the vibe. It's you're that high energy because nuggy buck they jumping around feeling the energy. No, if you buck, you know right, what I'm saying. Duck, if you buck, right. But it's aggressive energy where Nina Sky, Pitbull, Daddy Yankee, Nicki Jam is a it's a positive feel good vibe. You know what I'm saying. So it just was another high energy that, and that's what I remember about it the most is being at parties and like it's like oh I feel good like. Yeah, play that shit again. Put that, yeah, put that back on real quick. Music, like, yeah. it's just good music, and it was, uh, it was a good vibe, and it always reminded me of summer, regardless of when, <laughs> what season it was. Very it just, true. It just, it felt summery. It felt because of that again, that energy, that positive energy of feeling good, feeling summertime. That that vibe. Um, it just, yeah, that's that's the feeling I got from it, and that's what I remember the most about it. I just remember being on my grind, man. I just remember being on my DJ grind. I was flyering up, you know, parking lots. If you had a flyer on your parking lot here in the Bay Area, it was probably for me and my crew about these Latin clubs, man. Um, I apologize in advance. Um, <laughs> man. Um, See, I was just a, just a listener. Like, yeah. at that point, I had no intentions of even doing 
the website or doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. But I feel like these moments help solidify that maybe I'm doing the right thing because these moments help me be able to to help converse about this with you. You know what I'm saying? Like because I did experience the that that wave, and I have a different perspective on it than you do. Because you were really in the wave mm-hmm. versus me just listening, being, being a spectator. Uh, yeah, me just listening and and, and, just and watching the wave. In. Yeah, yeah. Um. So definitely, I had to go to the show. <laughs> and like I said, when I stepped in, in stepped into the room, it Wait, took me back to that time. Hold on, let's let's let let's. What were your expectations before you got to the show? Okay, so before the show, my expectation was. Um, well, setting up the whole scenery. My expectations was, man, females everywhere. <laughs> Check that off. That was actually green. That was actually correct. Females everywhere, all ages. Um, Music-wise, vibe-wise, I didn't expect to get hit with that wave of taking it back. Because normally when you when you go to a show nowadays, you're feeling what, what's hot now mm-hmm. or what's on the radio now. Yeah. Not but, mostly reminiscing. Yeah, it, it, this was different, man. This mm. this hit me where like it hit it hit close to home, man. It hit it hit me in my heart where it actually took me back in time, and also it also I, I'm with the times now where I'm listening to the music now, and it was just kind of a, all kind of everything being put together back in the days, the middle, and now now. So mm. that's I didn't expect that. So that hit me. Plus seeing people from back in the days, too, and running into people locally and like, yo, what's up, man? You know, I'm getting my beer and whatnot, and people are chopping up in my ear like, yo, what's up, Will? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a good time where <laughs> we're, we're just we're sharing good times in the middle of this good time, which is crazy in itself. An experience within an experience. Yeah. Um, awesome. But overall expectations, I'll be honest with you. I always leave it up to... When I walk through that door, and um, and kind of receive what I receive, and that's why everything to me was it was a was a crazy experience in itself, and um, hit me hard where I had a good time overall. Um, I was just expecting to kind of hear more old stuff, but not too many people do that nowadays. Mm-hmm. People try to stay away from the old old school stuff because that's kind of like it also dates them. It dates them. It yeah. ages them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you want to be young or seen as young, as vibrant, as as. Yeah, like when I first saw like Most Death for the first time, I wanted him. I wanted him. And it was this is the same day in this same scenario that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I saw Most Death and I saw Rakim. Oh the, shit! In the same building. I never is, saw Rakim, and I wish I could. <laughs> which blew my mind. I never mind. saw Most Def Live either, but I, I'll take both. But if I could see Rakim. <laughs> God damn. It blew my mind as a hip-hop I'm env- fan. I'm envious of you right now for that, bro. But when I saw when I saw Most Def, I wanted him to do every single song <laughs> off of Black on Both Sides. Yes, because that album <laughs> is, for, 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 for our, for, to me, for our generation, yes. that is... Like yes. almost the epit- is a classic. It's 
We'll, we'll probably have to do a podcast on that. Yeah, itself, just man. yeah, like, just now that we brought that up, we I think we don't have to do one on that one because that's some real shit. It's right in my there. rotation right now, still. Exactly, still. Still. When I put on when I put when I put my uh, streaming site that I won't name at this point because we're waiting for advertising. <laughs> Throw it out there. Uh, but when I put it on shuffle and that comes on, I always stop it. I always stop and go like this. No, we gonna listen to the album. Miss we, Fat we, Booty. Yeah, Miss Fat Booty. I got Speed Law. We gonna have to. I was like, we gotta, we gotta rewind this and listen to the album as you a whole. Name it, mathematics. All Mathem- the songs on Yo, that album. Yo, mathematics goes. I just heard that actually. If you're an intelligent today. person, you understand mathematics. And that's a real song. But like, that's what I. That's how I feel. So as a fan, and I'm an OG fan, I want people to do the old school stuff. But I, you know, I get it. You can't do too much old school stuff because you're gonna date yourself, and then all your little girl fans are gonna be like, ah, I don't understand this. <laughs> I want you to do the new song. All right, cool, we get it. But he actually did a few little old songs to not fully date himself. But actually, he did it right. It was programmed right. Whoever's helping him program his shows is awesome. So I got my I got my fix plus the new fix, and it worked out fine. So so pleasing both worlds. It ple- it pleased both worlds, man. That's, that's awesome. That and is, as as a that, DJ, because I it's about balance. That. I respect balance, and it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to determine the proper balance. You can't go too far left. You can't go too far right. Balance is always the winning. And option. I credit that to Absol Control System Balance. But uh, you know, true hip hop heads out there will get that reference right there. Absol. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, man, uh, to answer your question, overall good show. I I expected. Um, Everything that came to me, mm-hmm. um, and then I was ex- I was surprised by more. So if for those who it hasn't hit your city yet, it hasn't hit your country. Yeah, has, what's the name of the tour? Uh, it's the Phoenix tour. Yeah. So everybody out there, if you haven't checked out the Phoenix tour, if you already like that type of music or you're even interested in it, you should give it a, sh- a check. Uh, you know, check it out because, like I said, I'm gonna go to the next one that comes out here. That's that's real because. You gotta explore music because that's to me that's the greatest that's the greatest gift that music gives us is the ability to explore without actually physically having to go out to explore. Um, you aside can, from the language barrier, man. Exactly. Aside and from all that, even the, like I don't speak. I understand Spanish somewhat better than I say the average person, maybe, but I'm I can't speak it. I can speak it enough to get me by through a country, but not very well. But again, even without that, I still listen to Spanish songs. I love uh, Nelly Furtado's. Um, uh, it's off of. Uh, Wish you flowing all uh, in Spanish. Loose yeah. uh, on that album. It's like I think it's towards the end of the album, but that's in Spanish. They have the English version. I like the Spanish version better. Yeah, yeah, just because I like the way that the words flow together. She's I like Spanish, the, Spanish. Exactly. She's Spain, Spanish. So I like the way that the the words flow together better. Mm-hmm. Just, just in my opinion, and mm-hmm. the way that it rides over the beat. So you can still appreciate it without understanding the language. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, to me, to a certain extent, that's an excuse because, like I always say, good music is good music. You can appreciate good music. Regardless of 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 what language, what style, what genre, what what instruments yeah. were used, what instruments weren't used, what type of production, good music is good music. If you like it, you like it, and be open to it all. 
because yeah. you might be missing out on something great. Real life is real life. Struggle is struggle. Hard exactly. work is hard work. Perseverance is perseverance, regardless of what language you speak, mm -hmm. what country you're from, what color your skin is. I mean, this is something that this is a, this is a story that I definitely want to share to y'all um, about just what what is really real. Um, and we can all relate. It doesn't matter what language you speak, what color your skin is. We can all relate to this, man. And I definitely want to show that because it's, it, it's inspiring me. I'm going to be real with you. I got a little sentimental at that show, and and, and, and uh, I'm definitely gonna be working on some new projects coming soon to to kind of reflect that and get back into my groove, man. Because um, it's it's just a long time overdue um, for just being creative. And I, I, I you getting a little Drake on us? <laughs> <laughs> getting a little views no this, on you? No this, no this, no this. <laughs> we all uh, we all need to be creative. Yeah. We all need to be better than the situations that we're stuck in. So understand that beyond what you're stuck in there's a lot worse that can happen to you i'm a, I'm a big believer of that i'm and a keep big striving believer to do better because yeah. you never yeah you never get to a better point if you don't strive to do better yes so like we're trying to do that with this podcast we'll doing that with his other projects that will will you know definitely give a shout out and and get you get you get time, everybody yeah. there um to, to check that stuff out as well because like i I continue to preach or I don't, I keep on saying preach, but I want to say, just continue to say is like, there's enough out here for everybody, man. Like <laughs> there's enough out here for everybody. Let's just share. Let's just be, just be positive, share, try to help big other people up because when you help somebody else, like there's some positive energy, some goodness that comes from that. And to me, that alone is good enough. And if enough people do that, everybody will be in a position to help everybody else and we'll all do better. Like like I said, there's enough for everybody out here. So Definitely. let's keep that positivity going, man. Definitely. Uh thank you to Nikki Jam for inspiring and 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 providing an example um of of persevering and, and struggle and and getting through tribulations in life that could stop a lot of people, but he continued to push through. Definitely share with us too. Uh, add us, hit us on Twitter, hit us on the uh, the comments of this uh, podcast about what inspires you. Uh, any artists that inspire you to make you take it to the next level. Um, in the sim similar situation, man, we definitely want to hear from you and feedback from that, and, and definitely want to uh, interact with that and, and, and hit you up. With uh, you know either some some kudos, thumbs up, and and some and some uh, insight, and relating to that, for exactly. Sure. Yeah, le definitely leave a comment. You know, uh, either on Twitter, thesonicbreakdown.com, Instagram, thesonicbreakdown.com, um, Facebook page, thesonicbreakdown.com, uh, through Facebook, iTunes, the Stay Woke Podcast. Um, SoundCloud, thesonicbreakdown.com, uh, Podomatic, thesonicbreakdown.com um, as well. So, like, you can find us, leave comments, leave suggestions about other artists we might want to check out that we might should talk about. Um, and like Will said, that inspired you to do better and try to uh, achieve your goals. Because um, we, we like to hear good stories, man. We like to hear inspiring things um, because we believe if you can tell one person that inspiring thing, that might inspire somebody else and the chain of inspiration just continues to go. Um, and 
creativity is amazing and there's so much out there that we need to explore so let's let's give people avenue to to explore those um so again thank you for rocking with another stay woke podcast um Thank you, Will, for telling us that story, uh, giving us that information. No problem. And, you know, giving us an inside look about your experience at the Nikki Jam concert. And, again, we encourage anybody um, that has the ability to go to the Phoenix tour and check it out themselves, um, that we encourage you to check it out. Um, look at uh, online and see uh, when it's coming to a city near you. And, uh, Nikki Jam, if you hear this, we uh helping you. <laughs> <laughs> Salute. Give us a shout out, man. Appreciate it. Yeah.